Marketing Your Private Practice is a podcast where you'll learn easy to implement tips and strategies to grow your business without spending all day online. I'm your host, Kathy Koliakovo, and I teach practitioners the Thrive Marketing Method to create simple and streamlined plans by focusing on long-term strategies, not just social media. Discover ways to spend less time on your marketing, attract more clients, and build the financial freedom that comes with a thriving practice. One where you have time left in your day for the people and things that matter to you. When one of my Thrive Marketing Academy members recently shared an update that she got three new clients from her referral networking activities, my heart melted. She's getting results from the marketing that most practitioners avoid. But when you are working to build up your client bookings, consistent offline referral marketing will get you more results than posting every day on social media. Today, we're going to cover the seven elements you need to have success with this often forgotten type of marketing or sometimes avoided totally marketing, and it can bring you faster results when compared to the lure of social media. Let's get to it. Practitioners like you deserve a thriving practice helping your clients live long, healthy lives. I'm Kathy Koliakovo, marketing strategist for practitioners and dietitians, and I'm here to tell you that marketing your private practice shouldn't be complicated or take hours a day. I help bring the joy back to running your practice with simple marketing plans that actually get you clients so you can spend your time doing more of what you love. The Marketing Your Private Practice podcast shares actionable strategies and time-saving tips that build your confidence and skills when it comes to marketing. Learn to spend less time on your marketing, how to attract more clients, and build the financial freedom that comes with a thriving practice. One where you have time left in your day for the people and things that matter to you. One of the best things I love about my Thrive Marketing Academy program is hearing about the success of members who've taken action and seen results with their marketing. There have been some fabulous results happening of late, and it's all been related to a type of marketing that many practice and business owners forget to do. Some might call it old-fashioned marketing, but I like to call it marketing that works. Today, we're going to talk about this often forgotten or never ever going to do it type of marketing that can bring you faster results sometimes than all of your other marketing put together. And this is why I love it when members share their accountability check-ins because I hear the results from what's happening from all the marketing that they're doing and what they're doing with their practice. I get to hear things like, Kathy, the past seven days have been the best yet in my year. I enrolled three new clients and it has been 100% due to my networking with other providers, which this program is helping me keep on top of. Or I have another one who posted that prospect reached out and now wants me to do a webinar for all of their clients. Here's another one. I went back again today to drop off more goodies. They had a bigger staff than I realized. And this time I asked to speak to a nurse and I waited. They gave me the clinical director and in the end, She asked me if I would be interested in doing a lunchtime educational session for six of their offices on Zoom. They have them once a month. I said, yes, this was totally worth my time. That was a really fabulous one to hear. And here's another one. They booked me for a nutrition event from the follow-up email I sent them. Do you see the pattern in what I'm talking to you about here and these success stories that are happening? Yep, they are success stories. 
They are success stories that practice owners are having, and they're getting new clients and new business coming in from referral partners, not social media. And for one of them, they had three new clients come in in one week. The type of marketing they're doing is referred to as offline or referral marketing. It can be one of the most effective ways to bring in new clients and new business, but its importance often gets lost when it's compared to the lure of shiny objects when it comes to social media or the quick fix promises of social media. One of my most successful clients ever was a true believer in offline marketing, and she combined that with minimal online marketing. And that meant when I say minimal online marketing, what I'm talking about is she focused on having blogs on her website, sent a newsletter once a month and did some social media. But the combo of doing the offline referral marketing with the online marketing skyrocketed her dietitian business into a very successful multi-practitioner company with 20 plus employees and it's still growing to this day. She really knew how to work the offline referral marketing and when you do, you realize that this is a type of marketing that goes beyond social media and that it can and does work really well. Today's episode is going to give you some ideas on how to get an effective offline referral marketing system into play for your practice and have one that brings you an ROI, giving you a return on your time and money that you invest into doing this offline marketing. And to be very clear on offline referral marketing, it does not mean reaching out once to people you know and asking for referrals and then never talking to them again. That honestly will get you diddly squat. <laughs> An offline referral marketing system is all about marketing and networking with people, typically face-to-face, -face, not online. I've always said from the beginning of my business that the best way to market and network to grow a business is to start local and go global. And back in those days, it kind of meant start with your local group and then you can go online. And it does work really well. And it is a system that when you get your offline marketing and referral marketing in place, it is a cycle that keeps on going, kind of like the ever ready bunny in the battery commercials. The offline marketing though can have really big payoffs too. Over the past 14 years, I've worked with many folks who've done a variety of this type of marketing, including myself, and I'm going to share with you some of the best practices I've learned from all the successes my clients have seen and some of my own as well. And what we're going to cover on this episode today are the seven elements for a successful offline referral marketing system. We're going to start with number one, which is really making a list of prospective people and places to reach out to. This is your list of prospects for offline marketing, people that you want to connect with to start a relationship with, trying to lead that relationship to building more clients and business for your business, for both of you, not just one of you, not just you. Because if you go into this marketing activity with a goal of only getting and not giving, it won't be as effective. I can promise you that. I like to keep a spreadsheet for this. Anybody who knows me knows I love spreadsheets. And you want to make sure that you're keeping track of all your actions, your plans, and activities with these referral partners. So if you're planning to go visit them and talk to them on a certain day, you want to make a note of that in your calendar, but also check it off in your prospect sheet. Some great ideas for 
getting good prospects for referral marketing and networking are not always the immediate ones that you think of. A lot of people will think, well, who can I reach out to? I only know one doctor, only one person has ever referred to me. Well, here's the thing. Many practice owners typically start there. They go to the physicians or the clinicians or other therapists that you know or have referred people to you before. But your list can go beyond those immediate providers who have similar clients as you. You can expand to have a list that is filled with complementary services outside the immediate health connections that you know. Folks like personal trainers, acupuncturists, yoga practitioners, gyms, organizations, and nonprofits are some of the other places that you can go to as well. I know here in Halifax, we have a couple of stores that focus on running and they have sneakers and sports shoes. Oh my gosh, sports shoes. What kind of name is that, Kathy? Anyhow, they do have all of these equipment that a lot of people that are active in sports would use. So that's the kind of great place that a sports nutritionist or a sports dietitian could connect with. You know that the people that are going there using the services will be the type of people that want to look after their health and improve their health. So if you as a sports nutritionist know how to help them do better and perform better because of the nutrition advice you can give them, it makes you a really good complementary fit. So those kinds of places where your clients may seek out additional support or information are good to add to your list of prospects as well. And it's people and places that have some sort of connection to your ideal client that you could match up with there too. So that was your first element is making that list of prospects. The next thing that you want to do and look at and factor into your plan is making these connections with a helpful purpose behind it. The purpose in you reaching out to these people should never center on you getting clients and only getting clients. You also want to go into this about thinking about how you can support that referral partner and help them or send business their way too. You want to think about how you can also support that referral partner and help them with their business or send business and clients their way as well. When you're first talking to these folks, you want to start with things like, how can I support you? Or I want to learn, you know, more about your business so I know what makes a good referral to you for a client. When you're helpful to them and if you give them some handouts or tip sheets or other resources that can help them help their clients, they're going to remember you for that. And they're going to see it as more of a, let's get to know one another to know how we can refer business back and forth versus this person is only trying to connect with me just to get clients from me. You don't want that to happen. So these connections that you make, you want to have a goal behind them of having a helpful purpose. And that's how you want to lead when you make your first reach out and touch point with them as well. The third element is you want to get out there and network and connect in person. And yes, I do mean in person versus sending emails or talking on the phone. I know 100% I'm someone who has a real challenge sometimes with meeting people face-to-face and talking to people face-to-face. Networking can often scare me, and I know that it does for a lot of folks too. It's a little more uncomfortable than just getting on social media and hiding behind Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram to do your marketing. Starting face-to-face can be a challenge, but it will also make you stand out from the crowd of folks who are also looking to do the easy way out, the nameless, faceless, and safe online marketing only. Now, 
If you are someone like me who is very nervous about getting into places and talking to people and strangers, definitely check out episode eight of the Marketing Your Private Practice podcast, where we talk about messaging and moving people to action. Um, I share some of the things that happened because I was forced to network regularly when I started my business. And I can promise you that it's not as hard as you think, and you can get to a comfort level with it. I can also tell you for certain that no one has ever been physically hurt or died from talking to someone and doing referral marketing offline. Now, maybe, yeah, sure, they could get hit by a bus on the way to go there, but they're not actually going to get into trouble from just talking to someone. You really have nothing to lose and so much to gain from these relationships. So getting out there and networking, connecting in person is critical to making this happen. And when you do that, it really leads us to element number four, which is trying to stand out from the crowd. If you can develop something unique about you and your message or your business, something that will make you memorable and that will help folks keep your name top of mind when they're looking for added help and support for their clients, I promise you that getting out there face to face and meeting people and connecting that way will help you stand out from the crowd. And I always recommend bringing something lumpy and bumpy into the referral partner, especially for office visits. There are many ways that you can put together maybe a little basket of goodies or order some scratch pads or post-it notepads with your brand or your message on it. Giving something to them that they keep in their hands that they might see and use every day even that has your name on it will really make you stand out and they will remember you. This is something I often discuss with members in my programs, different ideas and ways to help them stand out from the crowd with their offline marketing. And sometimes having that brain trust of a group can help you come up with really some great, awesome and creative ideas that make you stand out from the crowd. Everybody will bring a business card or maybe a bookmark or something like that. But think of things that you could do and things that you could add to this that would leave them with something that they could use and something that has your name on it and how to contact you as well. That's a really good way to help them remember who you are and how you help people and what you can do to help with their own clients as well. Number five in this whole system is what I call follow up dot 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 forever. Okay, now I don't mean forever, forever, but offline referral marketing is not a one and done activity. And no, you don't have to do it forever, but honestly, it will not be as successful if you only ever connect with these folks one time and one time only. You've probably heard all about the same studies I have. It takes at least seven. Oh, no, wait, now it's nine. Now it's 11. Now it's 13. Whatever that number is, because the studies keep changing and the number seems to keep getting higher and higher. The whole point behind the study is that it takes way more than one, two, or even three times to connect with someone for them to build that trust to take action and work with you, even with referral partners. It's never just once and everything magical comes together and you get five client referrals from somebody. And if it does happen, because I know that has happened with people, um, I had one of my Thrive Marketing Academy members get three clients in one week here recently. It can happen with a one-time reach out for a referral marketing person, but that once is typically the exception, not the norm from it. Being consistent with your follow-up is going to be really important. And the other thing you want to do with this is set the stage for the next steps that might help develop the relationship and then repeat that to keep developing it over and over time. 
You want to become a contact they look forward to hearing from because you either have something unique you drop off or always some helpful advice or an article or a resource that they can use and use with their clients, share with their clients, or use and learn from themselves. So follow up forever, number five in this list of elements that you need for a successful offline referral marketing. The follow-up really is critical to making sure people don't forget about you and really understand how you can help them and their clients. Number six is what I call show your appreciation. Now, this is something I feel is easier to do than most people make it out to be. Sending a thank you note or a card, an acknowledgement of your appreciation for any referrals that you do get. And most people will never expect this. But guess what? Doing this in the way I'm going to suggest here in a minute is another way to make you stand out from that crowd of other practitioners who take everyone and every relationship for granted. My preference is for a handwritten mailed in the postal mail, thank you card. And it doesn't have to be a card. It can be a thank you of any type. But the thing that you want to do here is acknowledge the referral and make sure that you take the time to thank them for it. This gesture honestly will go a lot farther than a lot of people can imagine. And don't give me that excuse that it's too hard to send out a card, that you don't have any time for that. Here's how you can make this so easy to do. Keep a supply of cards and stamps on hand as well. And then when the moment comes that someone needs a thank you note for the referral, honestly, it will only take you under three minutes to write a thank you note, address the envelope, and put a stamp on it. Then what you do, you take it and put it at the front door so that the next time you leave your office or your home, you mail it. Now, with the advent of community mailboxes all over the place, you can easily put your sneakers on and go for a walk that night and mail it, or drive to the post office on your next trip out of the house to the grocery store or wherever you're going. Giving the excuse that it's too hard to mail something out is really an excuse. And when you look at having a really good offline referral marketing system in place, having these thank yous go out is absolutely critical. And I want you to remember something too. The appreciation that you're going to send is for the referral not the sale. And what I mean by that is that you send that thank you when they refer somebody, not when the person signs up. Because not everybody will sign up. Yet those referrals, if you don't have them coming in, you're not going to have any signups at all. So your appreciation starts with the referral, not the sale. You have to remember that that thank you, that acknowledgement has to go out before you even know if somebody is going to sign up and work with you. Now, you can also look at some sort of referral reward program, you know, a percentage, a flat fee, some bonus people get. But honestly, most folks are not expecting this. A nicely worded thank you, not in an email, in a card or a handwritten note can go a long way in this aspect. I'm not saying you don't have to think about a reward program, but I'm saying most people are not going to be looking for that not if they really appreciate and value the relationship and the connection you've been making. Number seven in this list of elements in a successful referral marketing system is consistency, because consistency is what's going to create that success for you. This system works only when you work it and do it 
on a regular basis. One-off connections or meetings are only ever going to bring you one-off results. A good offline referral marketing program can bring you more than one client one time. That's not the goal of this. We want you to build a successful network of people that are going to refer clients to on a consistent basis. And this is one of the things I'm always asking about in the Thrive Marketing Academy and to the inner circle members in the programs I run when it comes to accountability and check-ins. I am always asking, did you follow up again? Did you reach out again? Did you send your thank you card? And the other day on one of our calls, one of the members was like, before you ask, Kathy, I already sent the card. It's in the mail. I promise. And it was so funny hearing her say this, but I also love it because she really understands the value of that. And she was the person who had three new clients come in in that one week. And if you want to know how you can take part in these group programs that I have and the accountability that comes with them, feel free to book a call with me. Um, I offer a complimentary 20-minute call. We can talk and determine if one of the programs and one of the groups is a good fit to support you as you grow and scale your own thriving practice or business. But back to consistency here. So like all of the other online marketing you do, one of the things that you're going to have to do is block time for this activity in your work week. Otherwise, something is always going to pop in as more important and take priority, and you'll be staring at your calendar at the end of the month, realizing once again that you didn't go and do your offline marketing. You had it in your goals, you had it in your list, but it didn't happen. And you'll start to feel as bad about yourself as your clients do about binge eating Halloween candy while watching Hallmark Christmas movies in November. I'm not saying that I did that, but it is a possibility. And the goal here is we don't want you feeling that regret that you didn't do this offline referral marketing for your business or your practice. Because the whole thing, this entire process of offline referral marketing boils down to one main thing. You're never going to lose a sale by asking for a referral, but you will lose business and opportunities if you never ask for a referral. Now, there is one way to add social media into this offline marketing system to help. Connect with the folks on your prospect list. Then be sure you're liking, sharing, commenting, and engaging with their marketing as well. Sometimes even a simple act of liking or commenting on an Instagram or Facebook post can help you stand out as well. And I've actually seen clients in my programs get results from people that saw them connecting with them online and it made them remember who they were, what they did, and then they reached out to them to do some business with them. Offline referral marketing can really help you grow your practice. And so your action step from this lesson today about these seven elements of offline referral marketing is to take a look at the list of the elements, and I'm going to go over them for you here again. I'm going to give you a highlight of these seven elements. So number one is you need to make a list of prospective people and places to connect with. Number two, you want to get out there and make those connections with the purpose behind it of being helpful to them in some way or shape or form. And this networking and connecting you're going to do, I want you to look at doing some of it in person versus online, because that's going to help you with number four, which is stand out from the crowd. Number five is that follow-up forever. Again, it's not forever, but as much as you can do it more than once and be pointed about nurturing that relationship that you're building. Number six is show your appreciation. 
ideally with a handwritten note or a card, because that will go a lot further than something online as well. I know it's not always possible, but if you can make it happen, I promise you your investment in stamps and cards will 100% pay off. And then the last one is remember that consistency is going to create the success with this. So what you want to do now is get your own offline referral marketing system in place. Start with that list, begin to make contact, connect and build those relationships, and make a plan for how you're going to reach out to who you're going to reach out to and how often you're going to follow up as well. You can have a lot of fun with this. You can get creative and be really consistent when it comes to offline marketing and referral marketing. And honestly, it can bring you faster results and more results than spending hours a day on social media. Biggest thing to remember about it all is block time to make it happen. Because marketing of any type is just a word, really, when you think about it. If you don't have a plan to make it happen, marketing isn't going to do anything for you at all. Be sure that you take these lessons, these seven elements, put them into place. Think about how you can get your own offline referral marketing system going. If you have questions about it and you want to get some ideas or reach out, you can connect with me on Instagram at Pepper at Marketing or definitely book a free consult with me. We can figure out where you're at and where your next step should be so that you know exactly the best path for you to get out there and build your own thriving practice. And you can get a link to all the resources I mentioned in this episode on our show notes page at marketingyourprivatepractice.com slash 11. Be sure that you go in, take a look at the elements. I'll have them all listed there and get your own offline referral marketing system in place. And if you're getting results with it, definitely share with me online. I'd love to hear how this is helping you market your private practice. Marketing Your Private Practice with Kathy C offers you all the show notes and resources mentioned in our podcast on our website at marketingyourprivatepractice.com. You can find and connect with Kathy on Instagram by searching for Pepper It Marketing. We love to hear any feedback you have and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find all of our show notes and resources mentioned at marketingyourprivatepractice.com. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at pepperitmarketing and say hi. I'd love to hear any feedback you have and make sure to rate and review the podcast and hit subscribe on your favorite player so you don't miss any future episodes.